A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. I don't think anybody expected record-breaking temperatures like we've been experiencing this early in May, but we've got it. How are you dealing with it? What do you have to keep your eye on? Dr. Rodrigo Worley, our University Extension Weed Specialist, is joining us. Boy, Rodrigo, I'm sure once you started seeing the temperatures climb, you must have gotten nervous as well on the timing of what we're planting and what we're doing as far as weed control, right? Hello, Pam. No, you were spot on. I mean, we were cool. We were wet uh, late April. And then suddenly here, uh, this week of May night, I mean, you know, the the heat came, uh, things got dried out, and we're seeing a lot of progress in regards to planting uh, across southern Wisconsin. The, the planters are definitely rolling. Uh, the one thing right now, Pam, you know, with this good planting conditions, we haven't had a whole lot of time to spray. Uh, we've had some really windy days. We had some extreme temperatures, so it's been a great uh, week so far for planting, but not so good for Spraying. And then the big concern, especially for those out there planting soybeans, uh, is that those soybeans are going to germinate and emerge uh, really fast. So if you're planting, uh, make sure that the sprayer is right behind you. Everybody's trying to spray. We haven't had many good days for spraying. We're talking about wheat. We're talking about fertilizers. We're talking about pre-emergent herbicides. So there's a lot going on. But just make sure that uh, sprayer is right behind you. Otherwise, they would consider slowing down that planter a little bit, Pam. Yeah, it's hard to do, hard to do. Now, what about uh, the supply of available herbicides? I mean, I think about the manpower hours that are being taxed already, Rodrigo, just to try to get supplies in the right place for farmers. Yeah, I know that's a really good point. Uh, we've been talking about the supply issue this entire uh, extension season. Most of the growers uh, that we've been in an agronomist that we've been working with, Pam, they've been proactive. Uh, they've placed uh, their products, and if all goes well, uh, we should be fine. But the folks out there that still kind of waiting uh, to place their orders, they better have a plan A, B, C, uh, and D. Because just like you said, Pam, it's tight out there and the prices are really high right now. Well, and the unfortunate part is even if you do have the supplies on hand, you can't control the weather conditions for proper application. And that worries you as well. That is spot on, Pam. So one of the, the main recommendations, especially in corn, I think we have a little more flexibility there. But in soybeans, uh, not as much, okay? So one of the biggest recommendations that we have for our growers that are planting soybeans and that are struggling with some of the, the tough weeds we have out there, uh, either giant ragweed or water hemp, is to put an effective pre-emergence uh, herbicide down, right? So, And most of the effective products uh, that we have pre-emergence, they should be sprayed within three days uh, of planting. And that goes back to the conversation we were having here. You know, if you're planting, make sure that rig is going to be there uh, within three days. You put that good pre down, you're going to start your growing season clean. That's going to put you in a good position uh, for, you know, when the time comes for a post-emergence application. Now, if you plant your beans, and that's happening in our research trials, so we're having to shift things around them. We planted some stuff uh, earlier this week. Uh, things are moving really, really fast, so we're having to adjust uh, when we spray. And this is one thing I want to make sure our farmers are keeping an eye on. The beans are going into the ground, Make sure the pre's uh, are down. So then the time when the water hemp and giant ragweed are starting to emerge, which is happening already uh, for giant ragweed, and it's going to start in a couple weeks for water hemp, those pre's are activated in the soil, controlling those tough weeds for you. Mm -hmm. 
Are these temperatures, I mean, now granted it is supposed to cool down some next week, Rodrigo, but is there any worry about all of a sudden, man, we're, we're breaking records and we're putting this chemistry down. Are there any elements, any packages, any products that we've got to be mindful of on that? Yeah, no, that's a really good question, Pam. As far as the, the pre-emergent herbicides go, there, there's not a whole lot of concern uh, right now in regards to these extreme weather events, you know, extreme temperatures we're seeing uh, this week. Uh, what concerns me is that there's a lot of applications going out in wheat. So be mindful of some of those uh, applications. Remember, last week we were cool and suddenly we were very, very warm uh, this week. So the crop didn't have much of a chance to adapt to these conditions. And I know there's a lot of applications going out in wheat. Uh, and then some of our colleagues have shared pictures with us with some crop response to the oils and the different herbicides that are being sprayed out there. So when, you know, the temperatures change as fast as they did and when we have really extreme weather conditions, those post-emergence applications are the ones that usually uh, worry me. But for your corn and soybeans, uh, putting those pre-downs, uh, as you said, next week, uh, looks the temperatures will be milder, uh, so not, not a whole lot of concern mm-hmm. uh, right there. Now, Dr. Rodrigo, Worley University Extension Weed Specialist, taking some time to give us an update on that. We talked about trying to do everything right, Rodrigo. If, for some reason, weather changes on us again, or we recognize that acres have been missed or unable to meet that window, then we have to try to start thinking about rescue possibilities. And I know even during the winter, there was real concern about availability of what we call rescue treatments. Has that changed? No, as you spot on, the situation is uh, still the same. If you, let's say, you want to go to a rescue treatment, which, we, you know, we want to avoid as much as possible, right, Pam? So if you want to go in a rescue treatment where you already have your crop up and then you have your weeds emerging, you've got to shift uh, the herbicide program, right, that first pass you're going to be putting down. You want to have a residual in there, and there are several options for growers at that point. So, you know, you have some group 15 herbicides that you can use. Uh, the catch there is, you know, the availability of products for burn down in season. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's where we're really tight. We're short on glyphosate. We're really, really short on glufosinate. Uh, so the options that we have for burn down of weeds post-emergence are limited. So we cannot afford, uh, you know, to miss a shot, if you would. So when we're putting things out there, we got to be doing them right because the product availability is limited, as hopefully most of all, most of us are aware by now. Right. Yeah, it's been a conversation, that's for sure. Dr. Rodrigo Worley keeping us up to speed. University Extension Weed Specialist on what's happening with this uh, erratic weather Wisconsin growers have been working with. I'm Pam Yonke.